The following program, The Role Playing Hour, European Swedish Nurse Bath Time Adventure, is intended as cartoonish satire and does not necessarily reflect the personal opinions of the author or of the majority of the actors saying the lines. Wait, do I mean reflect as in like a mirror? As in they are the reverse of our opinions? That's probably true then. Maybe they do reflect that. This podcast contains adult language and concepts and bongs. Tune out if you're likely to be offended. What you thinking? Just the assassin is such a weird word. <clears throat> Think about it, mate. It's ass ass in. Ass ass in. Ass ass in. Yeah, that is weird. Sir, are you going out? Would you like me to cover your unappealing corpulence with a coat? Yes, Mirthwaite Butler. <laughs> I would like you to place a coat on my handsome body. Sir, this is why I'm so lonely here. There's Roland with his ass-ass in. Ass-ass in. (coughs) And my horrible butler who I can't fire. Sir, everyone else speaks a different language. Nobody likes me. There's no one I can relate to. Maybe you should get like, like, like. Like, get like a cat or something. Pet therapy, mate. Yeah, but I don't even know how long I'm going to be in this country. Six months, a year, ten years, my whole life. I don't have any clear plans. If I might leave the country at any moment, it'd have to be a short-lived cat. Doesn't need to be a short-lived cat. If we leave, then I can assassinate it. Assass in eight... Ass eight, ass in, eight ass in, ass, ass. Hey, you remember Charlotte Church, voice of an angel? Yeah, the child star singer. She's grown up now, hasn't she? Yeah. Isn't it weird that her names both start with the same two letters? C-H. But the sounds are sh ch Fucking hell, Roland, how many of those bongs have you had? (coughs) And the voice of Angela Pickles in Rugrats, Cheryl Chase, she also had a sh-sh-combination. Jesus Christ. I am certain there are many minor celebrities with homograph first and last syllables in their names, sir. Don't you encourage him, Smurthwaite. So why can't we spell Charlie Sheen, Charlie Cheen, with two CHs, Charlie Sheen? I mean, it works for Charlotte Church. (sighs) Roland. Oh, a 
Open DM. Do you remember Playboy's Playmate of the Year for 1991? Do I remember um, Cheryl Bachman? Two CHs, but one is a sh and the other is a K. What if she were an artificial Cheryl Bachman? Then she would have a K and two shushes, and one of the shushes would be a CH and the other a C, and the K would still be a CH. Wait, wait, footballer Christian Panucci, one CH and one CC, and they're pronounced K and CH. <coughs> Billionaire Charles Cock. Two CHs and a K, pronounced one CH and two Ks. And what about the words quick koala choir, sir? What? <coughs> quick koala choir. A Q, U, a K, and a CH, and they are pronounced qu, qu, qu. I'm losing it, man. Oh, I'm losing it. I'm freaking out. Oh, I'm having anxiety. I need chairs on my yacht for my quick koala choir. They're Christian and churchgoers, and they need quality quinoa sandwiches. Lock the chairs down using a key, because the lock is rough, though, when there's a draft, as there often is during a drought. And now we'll cue to sail into the key before entering the chalet. What? C-H is a ch. C-H is silent. Q-U is qua. K-O is qua. C-H-O is qua. C-H is ka. C-H is cha twice. Q-U is qua. Q-U is key. C-H is cha. C-K is ka. C-H is cha. E-Y is e. C-H is ka. G-H is f. G-H is silent. G-H is f. G-H is ow. Q-U is ka. Q-U is ka. But A-Y is e. C-H is sh. And L-E-T is lay. Fuck me dead! Such an elegant language, sir. All this from Charlotte Church? Voice of an angel! Okay, I'm going out to get away from you freaks. <sighs> I was thinking of just sitting in the park and watching people go by, imagining all the ways their lives are better than mine. But you had a good idea, Roland. I am going to go look for another solution to my loneliness. Later, bitches! <laughs> Christina Ricci. A CH and a CC making a K and a CH. Plus... Four eyes, two of them making E's. <laughs> Welcome to the pound, sir. Thank you, <laughs> and thank you for speaking English. I'm a university student. Hoping to do international relations. We'll need good English. Just working the pound as a day job. Is it a good job? Feeding the animals. Cleaning their cages. Doing good. The cleaning cages is not so much fun. And do you have to, you know. What? You know, put them to sleep. When the time comes. When their two weeks runs out. Oh no. No, the trained vet has to do that. I do carry the bagged up dead cats and dogs out the back and throw them in the skip, however. Oh. Yeah, it kind of sucks. It's building up my forearm strength, though. 
Oh, yeah, I was going to comment on how sweet-looking your forearms are, but I didn't want to be weird. Yep, last week no one adopted a Scottish deer hound. I reckon I increased the size of my biceps by half an inch. You're working out your arms and not your legs, though. Soon you'll be out of proportion. Yeah, I should strap a bag around each leg and drag the bags out to the skip that way. That would give my quads a boost. Those St. Bernards only have a day left to find new owners. They'll make good backwards drag loads. How often do pets actually get adopted? What are the chances? Oh, it's not that common, and people only adopt the cute ones. Most of these animals are dead. They just don't know it yet. Depressing. Only for a couple of days. You get used to it. Human beings get used to anything. These are just products we throw away. They're like old shirts or TVs we no longer want. Toss them in the garbage. Buy a new and nicer looking and fancier one if we want. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> well, we do want what's finest in life, right? After all, existence is short. We're only here for a brief time. Might as well enjoy life while we can and have the best of the best while we do it. Sure, we could die tomorrow. We deserve it. You won't die tomorrow, though. <laughs> all those strength-building exercises must be making you strong as an ox. Not an ox in a pound, obviously. You live to a ripe old age. <laughs> I wish I was as fit as you. Oh, thanks. Anyway, what were you after? Well, I'm after a cat. I'm much more a cat person than a dog person. Great. We have many cats here just waiting to be adopted. The thing is... I'm not sure how long I'm going to be in the country. It could be forever. It could be a week. But I do need the companionship. <sighs> and I'm not going to be able to afford to send a cat with me if I go, plus all the customs trouble. Australia tends to be strict on that. Sure, sure, I hear you. Basically, I need a cat that's probably not going to live very long. A cat in trouble, if you will. A cat that's out of sorts. A cat that's just received some bad news from its doctor. Uh-huh, well, we have a wide variety of very, very sick cats. Great, and you're sure these cats won't get better? They're definitely critically or terminally ill? Well, act of God, you know, we can never be sure, but I can certainly point you in the right direction. Good, good, because the guilt of leaving a cat behind. Oh, I know, I know, you don't want that. They would end up having to go to the pound or something. Oh, yeah, that's no good. But if the cat definitely has an expiry date earlier than the final day of my lease agreement, oh, I'm sure we could find something. Good. <laughs> good. This is Patricia Quinn, and I hate role-playing R so much that I'm taking this house and going back to the planet transsexual in the galaxy of Transylvania. Come on, Riff. Shift it. This is Robert O'Reilly, and I hate the role-playing hour. I wish their B.O. and inconsistent hygiene would be banished from this world and into the halls of Stolokar. Oh, go suck the big one.
we have various cats that appear elderly. Yeah, how elderly? We don't have any actual figures on their ages, but they look pretty fucked up. Yeah, I look pretty fucked up though. I look older than I am and I could still live to a ripe old age. Many years left. That's no indicator. Yeah, but look at that one though. Yeah. I mean, look at it. I'm looking. I mean, I agree. It's, it's, it's pretty fucked up. Mangy. Balding. Yeah, but it's not like cats have wrinkles. I mean, except for those ones that are all wrinkles. And they're all wrinkles even at a young age. What are those cats called again? Um, I believe the Latin name for the breed is Felis Crotumsae. Uh-huh, and it's not like cats have grey hair, except for the ones with grey hair, and they are grey even when they're little. And it's not like you can wait for them to look like they're full of wisdom. Cats naturally look wise. The least sagacious cat in the world still looks wise as a motherfucker. Do you have any cats with serious diseases? Well, this cat has no legs. Is that a disease? It's a misfortune. Is having no legs terminal? Well, if you put its water bowl on the other side of the room, it is. And what am I supposed to do with a cat like that? Just punt it around, just shove it in a roller skate, and be like, here, kitty, 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 pull it to me with a piece of string, I mean... You could wear it in a papoose. That seems like too much effort. And the cat could live on for another ten years. I'd have an immobile cat papoose to my bosom for a decade. It couldn't even bury its own poops. I'd have a pet that's basically a giant hairy slug. Or a caterpillar. Uh, uh, get it? A cat. A, a pillar. I get it. Show me another cat. This cat looks poorly. It has a sniffle. How big of a sniffle does it? Wheeze? Gasp? Cough up coal dust and blood? It sneezes. Uh, sneezing isn't enough. Next! This cat has diabetes. No. <laughs> no. No diabetes. W why not? Why not diabetes? Diabetes is a solid reduction to life expectancy. That's gold standard. No, because then I have to inject it with insulin every day, and if I forget, it dies. Or if I don't take the proper care with its diet, and I let it eat a Mars bar or something, it dies. No, I don't want to actually be responsible for its death. I just want to take advantage of its bad luck. I want a happy coincidence. A convenient merging of one cat's inescapable doom and my short-term pet needs. Okay, okay. This cat has suicidal ideation. Are you, are you sure? How can you tell? Look at it. I'm looking, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I see it. It's there. What proof do you have? What proof do you have that this cat has suicidal ideation? It self-harms. How? It bangs into the bars of its cage a lot. It couldn't just be short-sighted? Maybe. Maybe that's why it wants to commit suicide. I need a cat with more immediate and definite problems. Even if this cat wants to commit suicide, it could change its mind. It could cheer up. I would be adopting it for Christ's sake. Be honest with yourself though, would that really cheer it up? Or would it make it want to commit suicide more, perhaps? Hey, I'd be improving its lot. Let's be fair here. 
This lot isn't so bad here. It's near the pets. It's well fed. We take care of our charges. And even if adopting the cat was going to cheer it up, you could always put it back on, you know. What? The path of suicide? You could dampen its mood again. Intentionally, just push it back towards the edge. Subtly, paint its basket black. Line the tray of its kitty litter with sad newspaper pictures of suffering cats. Play a lot of Nick Cave and the Cure. Be kind to it one day and arbitrarily cold the next. Not pat it when it's down. No, 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 I don't want a suicidal cat. And like I said, I don't want to be in any way responsible. Suicide is a whole can of worms. I just do not want to. This cat has cat aids. What? Did you say cat aids? What is cat aids? Well, aids, right? But the cat version. And what is, I mean, what if I patted the cat? Would I get it? Well, or what if, like, the cat licked my face? I mean, I still want a cat I can have fall asleep on my lap, you know? If it has cat aids. Well, so, uh, <clears throat> was the cat, uh, was it, a uh, was it gay? Was it a gay cat? And that's how it got the... Oh my gosh, look, it's Nightwing from the Teen Titans. Nightwing from the Teen Titans? Stop. Not all gay cats have AIDS. You can't say gay cats are carrying the virus any more than one of you is. But Nightwing from the Teen Titans, we're not- Yes, gay cat communities were hit early and hard by the cat AIDS epidemic. But now AIDS is spreading fastest among cats you wouldn't expect. No, but this cat- this cat definitely has AIDS. Definitely, we checked. Oh. Yeah, but he's not gay, though. My customer was just being prejudiced. This cat is straight as an arrow. Well, okay then. That brings me to my next point. Yes, Nightwing from the Teen Titans? Most importantly, you cannot contract cat AIDS through casual, everyday contact. No? I thought maybe if the cat drank from my cup of delicious soda when I wasn't looking. Here are some fast Gotham facts. You can't catch cat AIDS from drinking after somebody, or from any kind of casual physical contact. Yeah, I was just gonna tell him that, Nightwing man. No, I, I knew that. It was uh, just a just a joke. Yeah, <laughs> I was just joking. Well, jokes like that are never funny. They make people afraid of AIDS and prejudiced against cats who have it. AIDS is a scary thing, but the only way to overcome our fear is to learn the truth. Be careful, but be informed. And if your cat drinks from your cup of delicious soda, save some of that soda for me, because I've had a thirsty day fighting crime. Well, Nightwing of the Teen Titans, nobody tells us these things, you know. I'm not to blame just because I was uninformed. I was about to tell him. It's time everyone learned the truth about cat AIDS and dropped the prejudice. Because you can't get cat AIDS from patting. You can't get cat AIDS from licking. And you definitely can't get cat aids from adopting a new best friend. Beast Boy has cat aids, and we play with him in the Titan's Tower every night. Uh, I mean, 
you wouldn't want to uh you wouldn't want to rub your bloody open wound against the cat's bloody open wound though heck no that would be suicide the aids would like go straight to your brain okay so i can't get cat aids from casual contact but what about other cats could they somehow get cat aids from this cat in any circumstance oh absolutely they can yeah, from licking, touching, brushing up against it, having a piece of its fur fall on them, breathing the same air. I wouldn't even put a clean cat in the same room as a cat with cat AIDS. It's basically 100% gonna have AIDS after that. It's really that bad? Oh yeah, cat AIDS isn't anything like human or monkey AIDS. That animal there is basically a hairy ball of extremely infectious and communicable full-bore Reagan-era cat AIDS. For other cats. But for us, you know, no biggie, no prejudice. Just like there's no reason for prejudice against people with human AIDS. Or monkeys with monkey AIDS. Actually, monkeys may, and in fact probably will, bite your face. It's just what monkeys do. And monkey saliva in your bloodstream. Well, that would definitely give you a chance of getting HIV. A human AIDS is basically beat at this point. You could fuck a human with AIDS without a rubber and you'd be fine assuming they're taking the right meds. Better chance of getting other STIs. Don't fuck a monkey, though. Never fuck a monkey. Wow, um, <laughs> thanks for letting us know. No problem. As a member of the Teen Titans, it's my job to let folks know about the various exciting forms of AIDS. Calling all Titans. Teen Titans, go! Okay, so he's gone. Wait, so if what Nightwing said was true and cat AIDS is really that virulent when it comes to other cats, then don't all the cats in this room have cat AIDS now? Oh yeah, I, I, did, I didn't think of that. My name is Freddie Williams II, and I hate the role-playing hour because they turned me into a juvenile delinquent. This is Lance Hendricks and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell bad and they make my cocker spaniel uncomfortable. Pergland sarcoma. Pergland sarcoma? What's that? It has a cancerous growth in its vocal folds right next to the purr box. So it can't purr? Well, it can, sort of. Give it a pat. Okay. Ooh, kitty. Ooh, kitty, kitty. Hmm. Listen to that. It's expressing its happiness. Yeah. 
but its happiness is interrupted by a sarcoma. I mean, it feels the happiness inside, the same happiness as any cat. But it can't quite express that to the world because it has cancer in its purr box. Yeah, I'm not. Look, if the cat can't purr, that seems kind of pointless. I want to know that it's happy. I need that kind of approval. Oh, I see. So it feels happiness, but because it can't express that happiness to you in the traditional way, you don't want it, thus leaving it unhappy. Yep. That's, uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. Okay. Good night, kitty. Your time's up tomorrow anyway. Only a few hours till sweet release. Then it won't matter what your purr sounds like because you won't be purring no more. This next cat has high cholesterol. High cholesterol, is that really a... It puts him in a higher risk group. No, moving on. This cat is catatonic. Oh, which I like it. It's a, yeah, hmm. Yeah, it's a cat and it's... Yeah, 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 as good as him. It's catatonic. I like how... I like how, uh... Yeah. Cat and it's... <laughs> catatonic. Catatonic cat. Doesn't really do much, does it? Not really. Yeah, I'd like one with a bit more vim. This cat demonstrated great hubris. Oh, it did, did it? Yep, it defied tradition, taking shortcuts for the sake of its own ambition while treading on and taking advantage of its lessers and it spat in the face of the sea god Poseidon, openly defying the tempestuous seas to strike it low. Ooh, it is making designs on that cat across the way, but I think that cat may be its mother. But this cat, born under an unlucky star, doesn't know it yet. Nasty. <coughs> and what are, what are all these other cats uh, there behind it? Oh, those are its Greek chorus. Ooh. I mean, that's cool, but I don't want to get between that cat and Poseidon. No, you don't want to mess with Poseidon, do you? Here's bad news. Moving on. This cat has McGregor's syndrome. McGregor's syndrome? Wasn't that a made-up disease Alfred suffered from in Batman and Robin? No, it's real. No, it was made up and only Mr. Freeze could cure it. No, it's real for cats. This cat has stage 4 McGregor syndrome, like Mr. Freeze's wife, Nora. I see, because it turned out Mr. Freeze could cure stage 1. Indeed he could. That's too bad. Poor kitty. He already fought off Rigelian fever. <sighs> brave, brave kitty. 
and now to be struck down with this. Life is unfair. But wait, he would have cat aids too, right? And so would the hubris cat and the purbox cancer cat and all the cats. Every cat here would have cat aids because that one cat in the same room has it and is highly, highly communicable. We established that ten minutes ago. Yeah, good point. So I may as well just take the one with cat aids. Yeah, you don't need one with multiple diseases. Yeah, let's not get greedy. It's like, DM, isn't one marshmallow enough? <laughs> Do you need... Two marshmallows, cat aids, and cat cancer. DM, stop eating all the marshmallows. I'm not a glutton. Fine, I'll ring up the one with cat aids then, and congratulations on your new best friend. Well, maybe don't get too close, because, you know, yeah. Don't want it to sting too much when it dies soon. Not, not, not very soon, but soon enough. Huh. Don't want it to be a trauma. No. No, I want a friend, but not like a dear friend. <laughs> a cat pal, a cat acquaintance. A cat drinking buddy. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't name it anything too cute or adorable either. No, something neutral. Richard. Yeah, no one could get too attached to a Richard. Yeah, Richard the cat. That works. Yeah, I mean, you'll be sad when he dies, but not like... Heartbroken. It's just one less Richard in the world. Yeah, and it's like a it's like a dignified headstone. Here lies Richard. You could shed some stern tears in front of that, not like here lies Mr. Fluffy Pants. No, you'd bawl. Yeah, you'd bawl your eyes out. Mr. Fluffy Pants, you are too cute for this world. But Richard, you Richard's fine. Richard's passing would warrant an Irish wake. A bittersweet but cheerful funeral. And I could call him Richie. No. No, I, I, I won't call him Richie. I'll get too attached that way. Richie's too cute. No diminutives. Nothing infantilizing. Rich, for short, if anything. Yes, I have to <clears throat> steel myself against the inevitable. This poor, this poor cat... With cat aids. Yes. But he definitely has aids, right? You wouldn't try to screw me by making me adopt a healthy cat. He's definitely gonna die soon-ish. Oh, he has so much aids. So much. No worries there. Cool. Thanks. See ya. Have a good day. Bye, and have fun deadlifting the corpses of all those other cats when they're put down tomorrow. I mean, have fun... Have fun exercising, is what I mean. Not the, not the, the animals dying is sad. Yeah, I knew that. This is Cor Nimick, and I hate the role-playing hour. Because they had sex with David Faustino's midget mother, and it was my turn.
real estate and I hate the role playing hour because I caught them with a complete Firefly DVD box set betwixt their nethers. Not shiny guys, not shiny at all. Here he is, Roland. Richard. Oh, look at him. <coughs> Careful, he's full of cat aids. Well, sir, they do say that pets resemble their owners. It makes sense that you would choose a filthy and diseased one then. I'm not dying of cat aids, Smurthwaite. Well, that is good, sir. Think of all the colonies of bacteria and fungus relying on you for their livelihood. What would they do if you died? I am therefore very glad you are healthy, sir. Shush now. Richard is going to stay with us for the rest of his not-too-long natural life. There you go, Richard. <laughs> There's your cat bed. There's your food, water, and your litter tray. How are you feeling, huh? Hmm, how are you feeling? Are you feeling a bit poorly? Oh, Richard. Sad little guy. <laughs> we'll grant him comfort in his final months. We're doing him a kindness. And uh, it's good to have a kitty in my lap. <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted. A little friend. A short-term friend. I feel less lonely. Technically, he could outlive you, sir, with the vicissitudes of the universe. One just never knows. Yes, Smurthwaite, thank you. I am aware of that. I <clears throat> it kinda sounds like me bong is purring when I toke it, don't you think? You think that sounds like a purr? Huh? Does it sound like it's <coughs> purring? Me bong? Yeah, bongy, bongy, bongy. Oh, you're a good bong. A man and his cat. This is a life. <laughs> and when it comes time to exit the country, even if that time is soon, I won't have to feel bad about leaving a cat behind because, well, Richard here, noble Richard, he will already have left me behind. <laughs> Richard, you're just a little ball of short-term responsibility. <laughs> Wonder what's on TV. This is the BBC World Service for Central Eastern Europe. And breaking news. Scientists announced they have just discovered and released a cure for cat AIDS. Yes, cat HIV, which could lead to cat AIDS, has been the bane of pet owners for years. And now scientists say they can cure both with a simple jab. Life expectancy for affected cats is expected to return completely to normal, and cured cats will be able to lead long, full lives. And because the scourge of cat AIDS has left so many pet owners bereaved, the Prime Minister has announced that all injections for cat AIDS will be free.
I'm not seeing him, I know what it is like to lose a dear pet. Pets become cherished family members. My cat, Professor Snuggles, was struck down by cat AIDS. My young daughter was beside herself. I was sad. I was so sad. And once my dog was hit by a car and catapulted by the impact into another car, it was a tragedy. Losing a pet is awful. Just terrible. Terrible. I want no one else to have to go through that pain. We bring a cat into our lives expecting to have a friend for a decade or more. It is a great responsibility, yes, but we go into that responsibility knowingly and with love because pet ownership is a bond that enriches and rewards us for years. Years and years and years. So please, if your cat has AIDS, bring it to your nearest veterinarian for a free cure. What finding came about awfully in the army in Yay, yay, yay. Hip, hip, hooray. Three cheers for the Prime Minister. Yay. Oh, God damn it! Uh, Richard? DM, you have to take him. You have to take him for the cure! I mean, do I? Philosophically? He had AIDS when he came to me, so all I would be doing by not curing him is taking no action. Is no action morally wrong? Yes, absolutely, definitively. I would just be leaving things as they are, the status quo. <coughs> Sir, if you were to find a toddler drowning in a bath, would it be moral to do nothing? There is, many philosophers and moralists have asserted, immorality in inaction. Maybe I could just pretend I didn't see the toddler drowning, or say I thought he was swimming. Yes, sir, but you are still being amoral. Those are merely excuses to conceal your amorality. But I don't know how long I'm going to be in the country, and I didn't give him AIDS. <coughs> well, then, congratulations, sir. You are morally a step above someone who willfully and knowingly gives someone else AIDS. Give yourself a pat on the back. But oh, I could do it, DM. And then it's like you didn't cure his AIDS at all. But really, wink, you did. No, Roland, I'm not looking for an excuse to humbly make it appear like I'm not curing his AIDS. I'm looking for a reason to justify literally not curing his AIDS. Oh, why would you do that? Why would you not cure his AIDS? I mean, look at him. Look at his big eyes gazing up at you. Imagine all the AIDS in his eyes right now, in the bloodstream and the eye jelly. And you could stop that. I mean, maybe I'll go. <laughs> I'll try once to get there, to get it done. The vet's office is probably busy. I'll see if the vet is really curing AIDS for free. They're probably not. It's probably all hype. <laughs> Publicity. I'll go maybe uh, later tonight. And if there are any difficulties, I'll just forget it. You'll go tonight, sir. Out of business hours. When vets are likely to be closed. And if there is any difficulty, you'll give up. Yeah, I mean, they might not be closed. It could be an all-hours vet. If they are closed, well then, maybe I'll give up. Maybe it's a sign. A sign from the universe. 
that the universe wants this cat to have AIDS. You turned on the television at the exact moment the reporter announced the cure for cat AIDS, having just now come home with a cat with cat AIDS. Is that not a stronger sign, sir? Is that not a stronger sign that the universe wishes you to cure this cat of its AIDS? No, I mean, the universe works in mysterious ways. Who am I to say, if the universe makes me lazy today, maybe it just gives me that laziness because it wants to curse this cat with continued AIDS? I don't know, do you? No one does. A quantum physicist, maybe. Maybe they know. Maybe they know how the universe works and what it wants, but not me. Are you a quantum physicist, Smurthwaite? No, you're not, so shut up. Oh, just... Why don't you go play with your rubber mouse or something, Richard? <laughs> Leave me alone. You never care about my well-being. It's just you, 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 you. Oh, you gotta do it, man. You gotta take the cat to the vets. The only obligation required from you, the only sacrifice is walking over there with the cat. Oh, did I mention my ugh, mm, my ankle? Huh, it's really sore. Yeah, walking is a uh, oh, walking's actually a real burden right now. In fact, I think it hurts more for me to walk than it does hurt the cat to have AIDS, sir. Oh, look, if I'd not adopted that cat from the pound today, it would have been put to sleep tomorrow, regardless of whether or not it had AIDS. So really, it was my action, my adopting of the cat, that led to it being here. So your action was moral. Now just do one more moral action and cure it of AIDS. No, what I'm saying is, it was my action that led to it being here, and here is where it's not going to get cured of AIDS. So it was my action that was moral, because that led here. So since my action was immoral, I should now maintain a state of complete inaction to counteract and make up for that immoral action, hmm? If I hadn't acted before, I wouldn't have done anything immoral. Ipso facto, inaction must be moral. It doesn't work like that, DM. Ipso fictiono. No, okay then, so, so my action of adopting was moral, so, hmm, huh? Therefore, I'm already moral, and I've already done enough morality for the day. Asking me to do even more morality is just beyond the pale. It doesn't work like that either. Well, at worst then, hmm? My amoral inaction now simply cancels out my moral action of earlier, leaving me morally neutral. I'm not a bad person, I'm just a person. <laughs> I've moved beyond adjectives and definitions. You can't label me. Sir, shall I take Richard to the veterinarians? I believe I can bear the burden of having a moral act on my conscience. No, no, wait, so, <clears throat> so, <clears throat> if I cure him of the cat AIDS, which you say <clears throat> would be a moral act, then, well, what if I have to move countries later? In which case, I would have to abandon him or take him back to the pound. That would be an immoral act. So the moral act you want me to do would just lead me to an immoral act, so it can't really be a moral act at all then, can it? No, that simply means Sir performs a moral act today and an immoral act further down the line. 
And really, this act, curing the cat of AIDS for free, is so easily accomplished at such little burden to yourself that it can hardly be described as greatly moral. One would not declare a figure a saint because they walked a sick cat two blocks to the vet so the cat could get a free injection. The doing of the act is not especially moral, but inaction in this case is immoral and heinous. God damn it, but I was just out, and I've already taken my shoes off. The discomfort for Sir being so mild, and the reward for the life form being so great, is the exact thing that makes Sir's inaction so reprehensible. Does Sir not understand that? And what if I resent the cat for living? Because keeping the cat beyond the expected duration is such a difficulty for me, then isn't it bad that my resentment would be inflicted on the cat? That it would feel responsible for me hating it just by living? And it's not its fault. That's not fair. It did nothing wrong, and yet it feels all this guilt because it can see I am so unhappy. Might it not wish then that it had died instead to keep its master, whom it looks up to, pleased? In that case, just don't resent it then. Problem solved. Okay, but, but, uh, yeah, let's say I did take the cat, and on the way, I got run over by a car. I could, I could, and the cat was fine. Then, wouldn't the cat be responsible for my death? And do I want to give the cat the burden of such moral responsibility and guilt? I mean, it already has AIDS. Sir... Chris Klein, an actor in the film American Pie, a CH starting one name and a K starting the other, and yet both names start with a cut sound. Chris Klein. Cut, cut. <laughs> Shush, Richard. What if I cure the cat and he goes on to father Cat Hitler? <laughs>